Hello and welcome to the EQI podcast, Voices on the World of Work. This podcast from the European Trade Union Institute offers new perspectives, debates and conversations about ongoing research and education on social Europe, workers' participation, health and safety, the wider labour movement and the world of work. This is E2I Podcast. Hello and welcome back to E2I Podcast, Voices on the World of Work. This is episode 5. About trade union education in times of crisis, is the online a viable solution? I'm Elisa, Communication Officer here at E2I, and I'm your host for this E2I podcast series on Voices on the World of Work. Today, I'll be joined by Ilaria Costantini, Education Officer with us at E2I. Hi, Ilaria. Ciao. Hi, Elisa. Nice to join you in this podcast series. How are you doing? I'm fine. Luckily, at uh, E2I, we already have some experience in working from home, as well as in dealing with people located across Europe. Yeah, it's true, because at the E2I, Ilaria, um, you're working at the, in the education department. Uh, can you tell us a bit more uh, what the education department does and especially what you are doing? Well, at uh, the education department, there's a team of education officers and administrative assistants. We take care of all aspects needed to conceive, design, organize, deliver and assess training activities addressed to trade unionists from the organizations affiliated to the European Trade Union Confederation, as well as to members of European Works Councils. Uh, We have an early work plan, including a long series of courses covering a wide list of topics all of them reflecting ETY priorities and in line with ETUC plans. We go from training trade union trainers to the empowerment of youth, strategic thinking, organizing, greening, and much more. So basically, you are training uh, trade unionists across Europe, right, on different topics? Yes, we do. And uh, we always put them at the very center of our activities. We design training using active learning methodologies where people are invited to share their experiences and contribute to the discussion. What participants can bring to the training with the diversity of backgrounds and points of view is the added value of our multicultural learning environment. Altogether, Participants work to find new and better ways to address challenges. As an example, Mm. we offer Mm -hmm. since many years an accredited course called European Training for Young Trade Union Leaders, made of three residential weeks and two intermediate periods of work at distance. During the nine months of course, you can see 25 young participants literally building together transnational projects and proposals, combining national and European perspectives. With our course, we can say we support trade union change and empowerment. 
So basically what you have been doing or what you're doing is training uh, trade unionists across Europe uh, with face-to-face training. But you have also developed in the recent years online courses. And so why, why, why is that? Well, in 2014, ETY Education took the decision to explore tools and ways to provide training online. At that time, our Mm -hmm. only experience was with an online English course, but we wanted to Mm. do more. Uh, We had to choose between the easy way, completely outsource the production of courses, or the more challenging one, with the help of experts, learn how to do it, and assure an ETY flavor in all our future online courses. And what did you choose? Well, uh, we chose the second option. Um, It took time, but uh, in 2017, we were ready with the first two online courses. Uh, One uh, focusing on European works councils and the other one on the European Union and the role unions can play in order to influence the decision-making process at uh, uh, European level. and how did it go? This, uh, how did it go, this experience? Well, this first experience was encouraging. Uh, it was clear to us that online activities don't have to replace face-to-face courses. On the contrary, if combined, they can reinforce each other. Um, the main purpose of having online courses is to reach out a bigger target group that otherwise would not have any chance to access ETY training. That's why we decided to continue. So basically, you've moved from, you didn't move from face-to-face because the face-to-face still continue. You just uh, um, decided to also develop the online courses, taking the more challenging route, as you said. But now with COVID-19, Everybody works uh, online because we cannot meet uh, face-to-face. So there is a real need to be able to connect online, right? Yes, definitely. And we were ready to respond to training needs despite the constraints people have uh, in this moment. We launched very recently five online courses. Two of them them on European Works Councils, the eighth edition of the English version and the first run of the Spanish one. Uh, One uh, one English for trade unionists, intermediate level, open to 300 participants. And one on EU for trade unionists. Uh, Here as well, there are 300 seats available. And last but not least, an instructor-led course on project management for unionists with already some experience in project work. Uh, In total, with these five online courses running in the coming months, we will offer a training opportunity to over 800 participants. And it's good. a lot. Yeah, and it's good to know that participation is free of charge. There is a Mm -hmm. sort of concrete contribution ETY gives to support unionists in this difficult phase. Yes, indeed. And then 800 participants over the course of the next few months is a lot of uh, uh, participants uh, taking place to your courses. Um, Now, this is what ETY is doing. 
have you do you have any idea what other unions national unions are doing are you seeing uh, them also moving on online platform um, and if yes what is your experience well during the years since we started working on online training uh, we have built a network of online tutors from different national unions across europe and we also run uh, three editions of a face-to-face -face course addressed to trainers interested in discovering or further developing their online offer. Well, what I know uh, is that there are some unions with already a solid experience and a good starting point in terms of human resources and technology uh, that are able to mm -hmm. respond immediately to the changed conditions and needs. Uh, there are also unions who are used to provide a lot of face-to-face -face courses and are now exploring alternative ways to guarantee, at least partly, that uh, trade union education is not uh, completely stopped. It's not easy, mm -hmm. uh, but for sure it can be helpful to get in touch with colleagues in other countries find out mm. uh, how they deal with that, uh, share good practices, and with solidarity and collective intelligence, make sure that nobody is forced to give up all forms of trade union education for a long period. Mm. Yeah, This will be mm -hmm. very unfortunate, in particular in a historical phase like the current one, when unionists have to elaborate strategies solutions and plans. Uh, Ilaria, listen, but uh, so basically you um, are a bit creating a sort of, uh, of network, let's say, and getting in touch with other unions at national level. Uh, what are you doing um, specifically then in this respect? Uh, just before COVID-19, have you been doing something uh, around this or now with the crisis? Yes, so we cultivate, let's say, our network. We keep in touch formally and formally with uh, our partners we have uh, within unions across Europe. And mm -hmm. uh, it's good to know that just before COVID-19 changed uh, our lives, as ETUI Education, we decided to conduct a survey to map online education provided by unions across Europe. Uh, the, survey, okay. the survey commissioned to the CGIL Research and Training Institute in Italy, Fondazione di Vittorio, is almost ready to be submitted to all our contact persons. And uh, as you can imagine, the information we will collect will be extremely useful. The findings will be mm -hmm. shared with our national partners and hopefully help concretely the exchange of practices and mutual support. Yeah, basically, this is what is needed uh, not to make the same mistakes or to learn from each other, especially in this time of crisis. Now, um, what would you say, uh, based on your experience already with the online, what would you say uh, um, that are the main differences between an online course and a face-to-face -face course or class? Well, uh, I would say it's a matter of time, space and interactions. Uh, depending on the format of the online course, there is a variety uh, of them. 
participants might learn in a synchronous or asynchronous way. The space mm. becomes a virtual learning environment that participants can reach using a device. And mm -hmm. uh, the interactions, almost inevitable in a face-to-face -face course, are still possible, and that is our priority, but have to be done differently, both between trainer and participants and between participant and participant. Yeah, indeed. So using uh, your computer, you can still connect to each other. But yeah, you will never be in the same situation as a face-to-face -face course. But still, it's possible. We see now uh, with our families or uh, workers, uh, co-workers working from home. Um, now, uh, what would you say... I'm challenging you. What would you say there are the three main advantages and disadvantages of an online course? Uh, well, um, there are three things that can be either positive or negative, depending on the mm. solutions adopted. And the three things are accessibility, usability, and affordability. Uh, what would you mean? What do you mean then? Uh, I mean that an online course can be easy to access if the technology adopted by the course developer allows participants to join with any device and also in case their internet connection is not strong. Um, yeah. A well-designed online course is user-friendly. Even without being a digital expert, a participant should be able to easily understand how to navigate the course and use all the functionalities needed to fully enjoy the learning experience. Finally, there's no point in developing online courses to reach out a large public if by asking for a high participation fee, we limit the participation only to the ones who can afford it. Yeah, indeed. And as you said before, the courses you have just launched, uh, those are five, um, are free of charge, right? Yes. So um, you launched them two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. Did you get any positive response? Well, yes, the response so far is very good. Uh, each course has a different deadline for enrollments. Once registrations are closed, we will make a selection and inform participants on how to enroll and start their courses. It's amazing to see that online training attracts participants from across Europe. All countries covered by ETUC show an interest in attending. There is... It's uh, very good. Yeah, it is very encouraging for us. And uh, this shows us the way for the coming months uh, in addition to this short-term training offer, at ETUA Education, we are very, very active in rethinking all our courses. We want to be yeah. sure that even in case constraints due to COVID-19 are prolonged after summer, we will have a variety of quality online training opportunities to offer to trade unionists. 
Indeed, and uh, well, let's hope uh, that we can hear from you uh, back in a few months so that you can tell us a bit uh, how this, uh, how the courses you just launched went, uh, what was the participation like, and uh, maybe even hear, if it's possible, about uh, the survey and some of the main findings, and why not uh, one or two uh, participants to the courses to hear a bit uh, what was their feeling uh, and how did they experience the overall um, participation in an online um, uh, EY training. Uh, now, our segment of good news. Do you have a good news for us, uh, Ilaria? Because we actually really need it, uh, needing it uh, in this time of uh, yeah, pandemic. Well, based on the information I gather from national partners, colleagues and friends from unions, I can observe that uh, the situation we are all facing has speed up innovation processes in the way trade union work is uh, organized. I mean... Mm. internally, how decisions are taken, how communication works, and also externally, how you keep in touch, address, and provide support to the workers you represent. It's a sort of systemic resilience test for unions done on a very large scale. Yeah, it's a very different way that unions uh, need to get reshaped and reorganized. And, uh, well, I see also lots of positive um, experiences. Uh, let's see if uh, and how uh, the coronavirus uh, and the new way of working uh, will reshape this and if, if this will last also after the, the pandemic is over. Now, uh, obviously, Ilaria, you're Italian, I'm Italian, but you live in Brussels. How are you surviving the lockdown? Well, I cannot complain. I'm a lucky worker who can do her job from home. And what we're yeah. doing is also highly uh, motivating, offering a concrete contribution to the trade union movement through training keeps being our uh, driving force. Yeah, I can hear that you're very motivated, and uh, indeed, uh, I mean, we could uh, we could sense this through the through the podcast. Um, and specifically, when you're not working, uh, is there anything you can share with us on maybe worth uh, listening music or activities that you do, books that you'll be reading, and you want to? Uh... Advice. Well, well, as many Recommend. other people, uh, as many other people do in this moment, I meet friends online uh, by using different tools. Huh? It's fun and it's also a learning experience. Huh? I do reflect uh, on how the tools we use, Skype, Hangout, WhatsApp, Zoom, etc., how these tools have an impact on the relationships and interactions we have also in informal groups. I guess mm. it's uh, important to consider it given that probably we are going to rely on technologies for a long period. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, and it will be interesting to know also the psychological effects of all these uh, technologies and the way we interact with each other have in the long run. Uh, now, thanks, Ilaria, for thanks. this uh, podcast. Uh, it's been a pleasure to hear about uh, the two education experiences and uh, what you are doing uh, uh, 
to help the trade union movement uh, by not stopping uh, your work and actually making sure that it's available to more people in a different format and in a very innovative way. So thank you very much. It was very inspirational and uh, enlightening. Thank, thank you, Ilaria. Thanks to you, Elisa. Bye. Bye-bye. Now, thank you for listening to the E2I podcast, Voices on the World of Work, with Ilaria Costantini on uh, trade union education in times of crisis. If you like this episode and want to know more about it, check out our website, e2i.org, or follow us on social media, and why not, or even subscribe on anchor.fm slash e2i. Stay safe out there. From Brussels, this is all. Bye-bye. Ciao.